welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name's Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher, yoga student, and a yoga business coach. And I'm here to support you to share your yoga with the people in your community who really need it. So if you're an amazing yoga teacher, but you sometimes struggle with the business part of what it is that you do, you're in the right place. I hope you thoroughly enjoy everything I've got in store for you. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or ideas for future podcasts, reach out to me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Hey everyone, welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Weekly Call. It's Amy here. I hope you are all doing great. Uh, it's Tuesday, not Monday, which is not usual for the Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast. Uh, I was unwell yesterday. I'm totally fine now, no biggie, but I was uh, OOA yesterday, so we're a day behind. Hey, to help me out, what I'm going to provide for you today, still here, still got an episode for you, and it is uh, an audio uh, of a Facebook Live that I did on my page earlier in the day. So the audio, because I'm in my office, it's a bit uh, echoey, um, so not super great, but I still think the content is really valuable because what I'm sharing is how important it is to really check your energy post-teaching online to make sure that you're um, supplementing or refilling that well, if you like, so that you can continue to teach for the medium term on the internet. I've heard a bunch of teachers say that they feel a little bit less, uh, you know, slightly lower vibration or a little bit um, depleted after teaching online because it's a new format, they're learning new skills, it's taking more work. And they're really noticing that. What, what I really want to make sure everybody's aware of is that your community, your business, your bank balance needs you to be able to continue to do the exceptional work that you've created so far on the hop for a little while to come. So please uh, enjoy this training. Like I said, audio not ideal, but uh, I'm on the catch up uh, from having a day in bed. Uh, so thanks for that. And thanks so much to everybody who sent me love notes to check in. Um, I really, really appreciate that. It uh, it really made a difference um, hearing from everybody. So so thank you. And, and also just a reminder, if you are looking for some one-off single session coaching support from me, I do have those special times sessions available. And you can head over to amymcdonald.com.au forward slash special times uh, if you would like to learn more about those. Okay, everybody, here we go. Onwards to the Facebook Live. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. It feels like a Monday morning for me because yesterday uh, I had to bail on work. I was sick uh, and I haven't been in fact, never have I had to uh, get my team to send out an email to everybody who's all over the world waiting for me to come and teach them something and say, she's not coming. She's in bed. It's not pretty. But that was my reality yesterday. So I feel like I'm off to the start of the week today on a Tuesday, um, trying to catch up with everybody and uh, quite excited about it. So for everybody who sent me lovely messages saying, Amy, what happened? Are you okay? We're worried. I'm totally fine. And um, just you know, uh, feeling incredibly blessed that I just had a ding-dong headache that took me out. Um, but whatever, I'm back. So uh, thanks for your patience, everybody. I'm back on track. And I know that there was no Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast yesterday because it would have just sounded like a whole lot of moaning and maybe the run to the toilet. No one needs that as a podcast. So be on the lookout for that coming out today. I wanted to talk a little bit today about energy management 
Um, we are. We just had the notification here where I live. My state has extended the state of emergency formally. So um, not that it's a big surprise, but we now have another month of state of emergency in front of us. And um, uh, and and I'm loving seeing how yoga teachers are really adapting to the online space. And you know, for the most part, I think most of you now are up to speed and you've got your classes online, which is great. Um, if you're not part of the uh, pay it forward challenge yet make sure you're in on that that's where everybody in my community is sharing links to their classes so that as you have your class numbers grow you can go uh, sign up for someone else's class and support them back loving seeing all of that happening keep going to each other's classes everybody but I, today what I wanted to talk about is um, mindfulness about your own energy management as a few people have said to me recently and as um, and I know this for sure, given my business model is largely online. Um, there is a different energy requirement in teaching online than there is in teaching in the room. And I do find that um, it can... And let me know in the... Uh, tell, I'd love to know what you think, Danny, but everybody. It can feel different um, at the end of a virtual class than it does at the end of an in-person class. For some people, it probably feels better. But for I know for a lot of people, actually all of the, the lighting and the sound and the tech management and not the actual human physicality component can actually feel more draining at the end of teaching online um, than it would if you were teaching an in-person class. So if that's true for you, let me know. Um, I've got that funny phone thing where, let me just pull up the thing on my... Um, if you've noticed that your energy is different when you're on um, when you're teaching online than in person, I'd love to know. Uh, Danny says, "Yes, all my teacher friends say they're feeling very tired." Yeah, that's what I'm hearing too. That definitely people are noticing there's a difference. And so here's um, sort of Amy's message for today. It's very very important that you honor what's going on for you and you stay really committed to consistency. I think consistency at the, at the, in these times is absolutely key. Um, Karen says she's loving teaching online. What are you loving about it, Karen? This is really interesting stuff to me. Um, as a, you know, as an empath myself, I find this really interesting. Justine says, so true. You don't get to connect as easily with the energy in the room. That's what I'm talking about, Justine. Can I just say, I think about coming up there in October, like a lot. I just, I feel like it's going to be my reward. Carlos, it's going to be my reward. Let's hope it happens. Um, Hey, Karen. I've got so many Karens in my life right now. I love it. Uh, so here's here, the point is, um, for some of you, it may feel very different and it can be insidious. You know, there's all the hurly burly. Maybe the past two weeks for you have been all the hurly burly of getting it all happening, getting the lights. Amazon drops you the stuff. You got the microphone. That one was a shit show. The dog crashed that one. But now we've okay, I've got the kids out of the house. Now I know what I'm doing. Now I've got the PayPal button. Okay, good to go. And yet, even though all of that stuff's done, the, you may now be getting into the consistency of it so it's not novel so much anymore, but it is taxing in a different way because you don't get the same kind of prana share that you get at the end of the class. It doesn't matter if you can figure out how to unmute everybody so everybody owns at the same time. It's not the same as doing that in person. And uh, I mean, I know for me, I've been teaching online for years and when I finish doing a teaching, I have to go, I go outside, sit on my veranda for like five minutes to just kind of down regulate and ground. It does feel 
very different. Danny says, I've noticed that my lightness and sense of humor is not as present because I can't read the room. Yeah, totally. Love it. Um, Karen says, my students actually say they feel the, co the community during the Zooms. I think that's true too, Karen. Absolutely. I think you can totally foster that. But I do suspect that it does have a different frequency to it than teaching in person. Susan Proper, I'd love to know from you because you've been doing virtual retreats for a long time. Um, you know, as opposed to being in, per in, in, a, in the same room as people, what's the difference for you? Absolutely, you can still have very powerful connected uh, meetings for sure. And I don't mean like meetings, I mean gatherings of people, absolutely. But the point I wanted to tell everybody today is um, if you are starting to notice that you're finding it more taxing teaching online than teaching in person, I want you to take some preemptive medicine now because what you don't want to do is leave your students once they've just gotten used to this, they're coming to rely on you, you've got your groove on with how to do it, everything, and, um, and you can't, um, and you can't continue to be there and support them. Karen says, not running around from class to class is raising my energy levels. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, Karen says, definitely feels different to me. Uh-huh. My pregnancy students especially are so grateful for the continued connection, says Danny. Yes. So I think we need to be mindful of two things. People are really valuing the continuity. People are really valuing um, the connection, valuing just feeling that in this moment right now, I'm with other people. We're doing something together. I think it's incredibly powerful, let alone what yoga is all about and how pretty much everything that yoga is actually about is what we need more of right now. So it is for a lot of people real that teaching online has a different energetic residue than teaching in person. If that is of a lesser vibration for you, it's important that you check it and you apply some preventative medicine now such that you can continue. If you're in lockdown for another two months, your people are going to want the yoga that they're coming to rely on for another two months. If you're going to frazzle out because you've over screened and you just can't take it anymore, then those people aren't going to have the support that they need. Obviously also it's going to impact your bottom line. So what do you need to do to to, to refresh or refill the well. What do you need to do to get yourself off screen? I know for me, I normally watch a fair bit of screen for pleasure. You know, like, I, I, you all know me. I've watched like Wild Wild Country three times over. While I've got my own robes on, baby. Like, I, you know, I like to, I like good TV. Not gonna lie. Uh, in the first week of isolation, I watched every HBO documentary I'd never watched. And I think a few of them I'd already watched. Like I watched a lot of screen. I watched Tiger King and Ozarks in like on two times fast. Can't, I love it. Uh, and I watched, I watched like days of Christopher Wallace, days of it. And then I just kind of got tapped and I needed to stop watching the goddamn screens. And um, so that, so that my screen time is actually being used for a higher purpose, i.e. talking to all of you, supporting my students, um, being with my one-to-one -one clients, working on my business. That's what screen time needs to be for. And over the weekend, I sent out a newsletter about some things I've been really loving on that keep me feeling replenished and connected. 
without having to look at the screen. Um, we, I've just finished teaching the social media confidence for yoga teachers um, training this morning, and one of the teachers said she sometimes struggles for ideas of what to post on social media. And I always say, well, you know, yoga is infinite topics. Actually, if you're you can't, it's, it, that's a nonsense that you run out of ideas to talk about when it comes to yoga. The problem is that you're not refilling and you need to be refilling all the time, consuming, bringing it in, receiving ideas and insights and wisdom so that you can then, you know, give it out to the world. And if you're teaching online and finding it more fatiguing than teaching in person, what I really recommend you do is start to look for ways to keep that tank full, to replenish the well in a way that's screen free. So um, in the newsletter that I sent around uh, over the weekend, oh, Barbara, you would love this. I am, uh, you know, hauled out my anatomy coloring book. Like I, it, an email fell out of it from 2010 um, when I was doing my second, preparing for my second Anusara immersion, um, you know, and the reading list and all that. So I've been doing that. Um, I've been listening to some really great podcasts and uh, the ones I recommended um, – the ones I recommended in the newsletter was the whole season about Bikram. Um, so it came out before the documentary on Netflix and is, I think, better. Uh, also, um, is it called Building Utopia about um, Bhagwan Rajneesh, if you're interested in that. I love both of those podcasts. So I like uh, serialized podcasts. So there's two that you could listen to. Um, and, you know, there's just gasquillions of, of great content that you can listen to. I'm really enjoying all of the free content that you can get on Insight Timer. Um, listening to talks. Uh, I'm really enjoying Dharma Seed has now finally turned itself into a podcast, but you can get it through your computer. You don't have to look at it. Um, so, you know, things that you can be doing to really be replenishing yourself without having to look at your screen. Um, if you've got any suggestions, I'd love to share them. Uh, Karen says, my house is getting decluttered room by room. Oh my God, me too, Karen. It doesn't that make you feel good. I threw out like some old bathroomy stuff and just feel like great I love it shared 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 and I get to do yoga from teachers I love without having to travel yes totally there's some amazing stuff going on right now I mean I've been doing um every Thursday night in the US or for me it's 10 a.m or 9 a.m now uh, on Friday uh, Krishna Das does a satsang for two hours you don't have to look at it in fact I have my eyes closed for most of it but gee that's nice and um and for all of you folks who are doing those things, like I, I'm just the one I just mentioned with KD, um, make sure that you're donating. You know, I just think, um, like, shit, I, I, I would otherwise be in May, I would be with Krishnadas, and that's not going to happen. Um, and he, so, you know, his income, obviously, all those performers, um, just like us, uh, well, more so, you know, we they don't have the income that that they would have counted on so if you are doing other people's yoga um, and getting the beautiful benefits of being able to practice with great people from all over the world if they have a donate button at the bottom of that video screen please make sure you're pressing it and sending them some money um, we're in this together uh, you know pay it forward um, Justine says, I've been getting into my garden or sitting down with a book in the sun. It helps to restore my energy. Yes, I, I hauled out some books last night and loved it. Also, Justine, I saw in your Insta story that amazing veranda. Um, is that a calm buddy bolster that I saw that you have? That, the quilted bolster? Sam Seeger says, I've just started and everyone seems very happy. 
I have reduced the number of classes per week. I think that's a great idea, Sam. I really think so, because you can put more people in, and for folks like you and me, I think it's a really good idea. Having the social connection again is great at this point. I leave the mic on during class so I can keep the connection as I have a couple of chatty fun classes. Yeah, that's nice. I like the way that you get to um, replicate the type of class that you would teach otherwise. Sure is, says Justine. Oh, I am I am in stuckness with that. Poor Angela. Every time I see her, I'm like, I'm going to buy all the things. I just can't decide on the fabric. Hey, Susan, we wanted to know. We were just talking about... Um, how some teachers find a finding teaching online is a bit more of an energy suck. And I was curious to know your sense of it, given that you've got so much experience with teaching virtual retreats, how the difference that you find in yourself energetically, having completed a virtual or an in-person workshop, I'm just curious to know uh, if you notice a difference between the two and, and if there is a difference, what it is. So really for, really for today, um, I wanted to talk about that and, lovingly invite you all to look at um you know like maybe maybe we, we were sort of in the pink cloud we did all of the hustle and bustle and get this shit sorted out we did all of that great you've done that and i'm so proud of all of you and i can't wait to get to more of your classes and now um now what i think it's important to do is reflect on you know, your energy at the end of your online classes, just checking in with yourself and noticing, do I need to make any adjustments here? Do I need to um, bring in some more preventative medicine? Is there anything that feels in any way uh, depleting or a lower vibration that I need to counteract at this point so that I can continue to be in service uh, for the long haul um, during what, what, you know, what is still unfolding um, Susan says, I find in person much harder. There you have it. Who knew? I think I find in person harder to keep to time because I like to chat. Look at us. We're chatting right now. Uh, that's my message. Uh, before I finish up, if you want some support from me, one-to-one -one support, uh, I've got some single sessions available. I've never done this before, but we've never had a freaking global pandemic before. And I know some people just need some, uh, some people need a kick in the butt. Some people need that. You've got this message. Some people need to, how do I connect this thing to that thing? Some people need some, I don't know if I can actually charge that. Some people need some, I've been doing this online thing and I like it. Can you help me build an online course or various other things? Anyway, if you would like some time with me, 45 minute session, uh, you can get one. How do you get it, Amy? Shit. Uh, I think the link is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash special times. <laughs> Sounds like something that you would buy in a back alley in Bangkok. It's not. It's a 45-minute yoga business coaching session with me. Trust me, for that price, that's what you get. Uh, Amanda says, I feel more energized teaching online. Awesome. Great. Um, any, and for, we should keep this conversation going a little bit. So Susan says the same. And um, Karen did as well. And so, you know, I'm curious to know um, why and how for people who might get off a video and feel like, gosh. Um, would you have any suggestions for them? What, what makes it more energizing for you? Um, the hardest part was pricing that sat well for me, but also have created coupons for free classes for those who need great. And on that front, like I said, just now, like, please make sure that you're buying stuff from other people. If you are making money, go buy stuff from other people. I, um, I put in an order for, for a woman who lives somewhere else in my state and I use her face moisturizer 
and well, I've got about half a pot left. Uh, and I um, put in a stonking great big order with her uh, for the stuff that I always use and some things that I just kind of fancy treating myself to. Um, and let's face it, you know, she's got a small business. She's running it from her house. She normally sells her stuff at markets. That ain't happening. So it felt really good to, um, Amy thinks, okay, what can I offer in my business? I can offer some single sessions that's going to help people right now. And with that money, I can go get some things and support someone else's business. I can, you know, donate 20 bucks to Krishnadas every time I watch his satsang. I can buy, I can stock up on things that I would otherwise buy, but might that that woman might need a bit more like an extra 150 bucks in her pocket that she didn't see coming probably is a good thing right now you know i think it's really interesting about this i you know this is about collective the collective abundance and so i'm a huge fan of you all charging really well and having really full classes so that you can continue to have the abundance flowing through you and to other people who might not have the same types of options that that were also blessed to have you know the fact that we're all just talking here now with the internet on well enough to sit up um talking about how we can continue to run our businesses when we can't leave our houses this is not a phenomenon that is widely available to people um so you know my sister was telling me she has um i don't know enough about it obviously but my sister has some kind of nails that need regular maintenance and um she was telling me that her nail lady can't go there anymore can't get your nails whatever um and apparently, tell me, you all know more about this than I do. Apparently, if you don't go get your nails nailed regularly, it all turns to shit, essentially. Um, you sort of turn into chinamaster and a little more. So, so her, she was telling me that her nail salon lady had um, made up these kits that you could pay with your phone and then drive down and she would meet you at the door. And, um, you know, she would give you this kit essentially to revert your chinamaster nails back into something that looked like a person. Um, and that was how, you know, she was generating additional income because she'd gone, okay, well, I can't do that. What would help people that I can do? And so I think it's really cool to be like my um, organic grocery store here. They <laughs> so country, so old school. They don't have an online store, but what they do have, if you sign up to their mailing list, because they've shut the doors, you can't go in there because the shop's too small to have social distancing. So no one's allowed inside, but if you get on their email list. They will email you a Word document of all the stuff that they have for sale. You send them an email with all the stuff you want to buy. No prices on it. Nothing. Just the name of the thing. Um, you send them an email. Then they ring you up and you pay with your credit card over the phone. Then you drive down there between this time and that time and you reverse your car into the car park. You pop the boot trunk and someone comes out and puts the box into your car. And that's it. You know, I love seeing how small business is innovating. So, you know, you have a business where you can um, pivot, where you can continue to make money safely in a way that is uplifting and, and hopefully, you know, in line with your dharma. So do more of it so that you can be, um, f you know, flowing that abundance through the system. Who in your community might be having a hard time? I don't think people just need free yoga. I think people need commerce. And, and we have the power to stay in that game. Um, so, you know, how, who, who do you know that, I mean, shit, I, I can get some guy to come mow my lawn or some, some anybody of any gender, uh, you know, they can do that if they want. We don't need to talk. I'll leave the keys to my shed in the, in the driveway, like whatever. Here's some money that, because you just got laid off because you were a, a casual worker at a whatever that doesn't, you can't open anymore. You know, you used to, you used to pick up glasses at the pub. 
uh, maybe you can come do something for me. So I really think, you know, don't, don't think that you need to charge less. If you had students that value what you were doing, they sure as shit still value it now. Um, I think having more people in your classes is, is a service to them, but it can also be a service to others if that money is flowing through the system and um, supporting people who just don't have the incredible blessing that we do that, where we can continue to work from home. Um, it's fantastic to see people thinking outside of the box and helping their businesses and others. I agree, Justine. I love it. Amanda says, I think what is making the difference for me is I have more time to dedicate to my practice. Yes, Amanda. So Amanda was saying earlier, folks, that she's finding teaching online is actually energizing. And you've absolutely reiterated the point that I, that I started off with, Amanda, before I went a little bit sideways, which is it's so important to keep your own cup full. And I suspect that if you are feeling fatigued by teaching online, the cup refilling needs to happen in a way that does not involve screens. I totally want you to all go take each other's classes, but maybe also do some audio yoga classes. I remember back in the day, I've got like, Justine, maybe you've got these too. All of these recordings of John Friend teaching like three hour long classes on my iPod. If I can figure out how to charge that fucker, I might actually go do those. Um, Irina, hi. And what time is it for you? Um, sending you positive vibes. Thank you, lovely. I'm sorry I had to bail on you yesterday. I had one of those, you know, one of those headaches that just takes you down. Uh, but it was, it's gone. So um, I'll see you tomorrow for a Facebook ads know-how. Okay, folks, it's time for breakfast for me. Well and truly. Uh, so fun to talk. Um, uh, Irina says, I'm exhausted from teaching online and combining it with a full-time job full of BS emails. <laughs> Yeah, no more unnecessary screens for you. Um, I tell you, I tell you what I've been listening to. Oh my god, uh, this is what happens when Amy goes live for too long. I have been listening to the "I'm Alive" podcast. I had no idea this was a thing. Anyone like, tell me in the chat if you know what I'm talking about. "I'm Alive" it's a podcast it started in 2009. I've listened to the first three se seasons so far. Okay, here's what it is. It's a zombie apocalypse podcast. It's kind of like the podcast of The Walking Dead, but better. And I've got to say, I live alone. Uh, I have been saying, I went the other day, I went to, um, I went to the service station. It's the first time I've left my house in like four weeks because um, we'd run out of dog food. Uh, anyway, so I went to the petrol station, gas station, to buy a can of dog food. And I got in there and the lady behind the counter, you know, you can just tell, I don't want to be stereotypical, but you know, you can just tell there are certain people who probably watch The Walking Dead. You can just kind of tell. Like, there are certain people who probably watch CSI. You just can kind of... Anyway, so I checked this lady. She's got, like, the tats and the long black hair and the bangs. And I just kind of got the vibe that, that she knew what I was talking about. So I walk up with this can of dog food. And I said, I feel like Rick Grimes. Ah, you know, um, looking for, looking for uh, food out in the wasteland and she laughed and so I thought maybe there's something in this because I live alone in the country uh, and I'm you know doing a fair bit of foraging from the garden there is something very empowering about listening to zombie Armageddon podcasts about survival and the power of humanity so if you're totally like done with yoga if you've had an absolute gutful I can absolutely recommend I'm alive it's good don't listen to it before you go to bed because it will keep you up um, but it's good oh and what about the um is it the left-right game? Who's listening to that? Oh, my God. 
So good. All right, folks, that's it for me. Uh, I'm going to go have my breakfast. So recap, notice your energy at the end of teaching online each time. Don't judge it. Just notice it. If it feels less lower in any way, you cannot afford to uh, let that uh, erode over time. You must, you must address it in, you must address it as you go so that you can continue to be that reliable face for your students. They need you to be consistent. Your business needs you to be consistent. So what does it look like to help refill the tank? And, um, I encourage you to look for options that do not involve screen time. You know, call somebody, don't do a video call, just do the messenger audio, uh, listen to stuff. Um, read stuff, color in, uh, maybe a zombie apocalypse podcast here or there, just saying, but uh, take great care of yourself so that you can continue to serve and show up and support your people. See you soon folks. Oh, uh, do you go live every week at the same day and time? Do you mean theoretically Danny, or do you mean Amy, the woman herself? Uh, that is my aspiration. <laughs> Damn, I've just been called out on not walking my talk. Uh, I think it's a great idea to go live at the same time and be really consistent for your people. Laugh it up, Susan. Um, that's what I think is a really good idea. Yes, I'm fully supportive of you doing that, Danny. <laughs> yes, I'm God, I want to do it, but man. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess you got to, here's the thing on that. Um, I think we need to be, we all have a tendency, right? And whether you want to call it a dosha tendency or not, we all have a tendency. Some of us know, you got to know yourself. Um, some of us have a tendency to flake out. I'm just not feeling it and flake out. Some of us have the, have the tendency to beat ourselves up for never doing enough. If I just do a bit more, I'll just do it. Like, you know, we tend to, and there's, there's a spectrum. And, and, um, and I think we need to know ourselves and meet ourselves where we're at, not indulge our own bullshit in either direction, um, but also be loving with ourselves at the same time. So I guess I think it's important to do what you can well. I really do aspire, for example, to every day at, I don't know what, 10 o'clock, Get on and teach something useful. Um, and I, there are times when I have done that, um, but I don't. Ha I have not created uh, an, a schedule um, where it's actually possible to do that every day at the same time. That's a choice I have made. To I have not done that, and I'm okay with it. Would I like to? Sure. Have I done it? No. But there are other things in my business that, um, with the exception of being sick yesterday do happen really regularly. And I do hold myself to account, like putting out the podcast every week. Um, that always happens, like scheduling my social media, uh, my Instagram content every week. That always happens. You know, there are things that always happen in my business that I do hold myself accountable to. And there are other things that I aspire to or understand that they might be good for me and my business. But, um, maybe not right for my life. Sometimes I think we need to, you know, it's, it's the done is better than perfect situation. Is it advisable? Sure. Is it doable, doable for Amy right now? That particular thing? Actually, it's not. Um, and, and what's more important for me right now, if I think about it, you know, I'm teaching um, a live training every day 
every weekday at seven o'clock for the next four weeks is part of my schedule. And so um, that's a lot of in-person interaction. Um, and so I'm, I'm, my commitment to myself is that, with the exception of yesterday migraine, the commitment to myself is that I show up uh, and prepare seven o'clock, ready to go, teach something good. And, and then that's my thing for the day. So, you know, I think we need to, to answer your question, I guess. I think the simple answer is yes, it's a good idea. But I think what we need to do is find the space between being in service and doing what's good for our business and also recognizing that um, we're holistic for the most part, you know, sensitive in different ways, but holistic, uh, intuitive people who, in order to have business longevity, need to be mindful of the day-to-day interaction. And um, without indulging our own uh, self-limiting beliefs or you know, um, vasanas, samskara, you know, bullshit patterns, um, honor ourselves in the sweet spot between the two. So, so I guess it's the, a case of do what you can do well. Um, don't indulge your bullshit. Don't beat yourself up either. Um, yeah, see, that's a much easier answer, Danny. Danny says, um, Danny says, I go live when I feel like putting on a bra. I used to follow this woman really, was it's like she was a guide in my life. I just thought she was great. And then she did this whole thing of, oh, I'm just free. I'm a free spirit. And I just want to support real women. And I'm not going to wear bras anymore. And I just thought like, you know, this lady, she, look, I'm just going to, I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm a fairly, I wouldn't say super conservative, but you know, um, there are some boobs that need bras. I'm just going to say that unless you're in like a national geographic magazine, some boobs need bras. Um, they're beautiful, you know, complimentary forces kind of situation. And when she said to me, I'm just free spirit. I'm just going to love real women. I'm just going to support everybody. I thought if you can't put a bra on for me, I don't want to watch you. Like, you know, a little bit of effort, a bra, come on. No, it wasn't yours, Susan. You you mightn't have the best one on, but you're still wearing one. Um, I don't know. I like it, Danny. I think, you know, that is a nice standard to have. Good for you. Um, and hey, let's face it, uh, when you don't have to go anywhere or you're not allowed to go anywhere, sometimes actually putting on a bra is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, winning. If I've got all clothes on today, like not half pajamas, not the business mullet, actually like actual pants. Winning. <laughs> so that's, uh, that was fun. Hey, Sarah. Um, Irene says, this brightens up my sad evening. Some boobs knit. So they do, Right. Gosh, some bras, some boobs just do. Mine do. Like, God, I struggle even with shoulder stand with a bra on. Like, come on now. Yes, they do. Um, <laughs> hey, Carol. <laughs> I often tell that story about um, this was Amy's yoga journey when um, when Amy was really starting as an adult, not as a kid, but as an adult to really get into yoga and when her self-esteem was like, in the toilet. So it was a combination of te- like terrible self-esteem and big passion for yoga, which looked like wanting to go to all of the cool yoga studios and then feeling like trash when I got there. You know, that uh, if anyone else has been in that interesting place on their yoga journey, you know, I really want to go there and feel bright and uplifted and spiritual. And then I, all I do is leave and just feel like 
I don't know, like just want to go and eat a lot of empty carbs in a cupboard somewhere. Uh, anyway, so I was on that part of my, um, yes, thank you. I'm so much better. I was better by noon yesterday. Um, thank you, Sarah. So I was on that part of my journey. And so I went, I was in Melbourne, I was working in a corporate job and every lunch break, I'd leave my office and I would go find a yoga class to take at lunchtime. And this one was, a, this, this studio was, um, you know, just it was sort of in like a cathedral in my mind. It was all white and light pouring in and this huge statue, I can't remember of what. And, um, and this, you know, this micro lady who was just, I don't know. I mean, she must've been in a stangy. She had the deltoids for it, but she was just like pure, like prana. And I was kind of, Oh my God, you're amazing. This is amazing. And, and then she was telling us about, there's only two of us in the class, mind you. She's telling us about how, um, she was such a good teacher that she required us to keep our eyes closed the entire class because she was such a good teacher we didn't need to see, okay? Now, remember, Amy's got zero self-esteem at this point, so I want to know who's looking at me and what I'm, what I'm doing. I'm terrified about doing it wrong, but okay, here I am. Just me and some other woman can't hide. I'm going to do this class. So we're going through it. Okay, I'm just going to keep on going to be present, be doing the work. Like, this is what you're here for. It's not about all one, blah, 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 doing all that. And then we get to the shoulder stand part, and I didn't ha I didn't know that Lululemon was a thing then, right? Like I and I was going from corporate to back to yoga, so I kind of wore like clothes that could kind of be corporate clothes, sort of stretchy pants, but not, and a you know kind of hybrid thing. Put on a scarf, and now you're back in the office. Anyway, so I don't know what I had. I had a bra on, but obviously it wasn't sufficient. And I remember doing the shoulder stand and. <laughs> And this lady, I'm trying so hard to be present and like not listen to my negative self-talk and the inner critic who's just like screaming at me at this point. Okay, I'm just breathe, be here. You're growing through it. It's happening for you, not to you. This lady comes up to me and she says right down in my face, she says, you're suffocating on your breasts. And I just wanted to die. Like it was... And you know, it's, and there's only this other woman and she's like looking at me and I'm thinking, oh God, if only, like, could I please, could I please have Maha Samadhi now? Just need to like get me out of here. It was the worst thing ever. I don't even know why I started telling you that. Oh, I think I was telling you because, um, you know, we all get to go on our own yoga journey and some boobs need bras. That's the name of this video. Um, <laughs> oh no, face palm says Carol. You better believe it. Oh God, isn't it interesting when you just, when you have a teaching moment, like not when you do it, but when someone does something like that. I remember, oh Sarah, you were there, it was in Jakarta. Do you remember, was it Ningram? We were doing like a closing circle and um, like sharing with our teacher and someone said something and our teacher just like said, get the fuck out. <laughs> and he was kidding in his like, you know, American humor and this Indonesian lady, <laughs> Like, 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 just, just cooked, like done. That he he'd said that to her, and 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 I think I remember. Um, we talked about it afterwards, Sarah. But I remember just thinking, oh god, like that is you've just done like a serious cultural faux pas right there. This is not funny in this culture. You can't do that. It's so interesting when you watch another teacher just make a clangor of a mistake like that, and um, I guess we all do it, right? We'd never, we would never mean to make a student feel unworthy or small or less than but sometimes it, you know you can just suffocate on your breasts sometimes it just happens all right everybody i'm going to do the recap again because i took a huge tangent 
The recap is, if you're finding, con- the recap is this, congratulations on getting your shit online and continuing to support your students. It's amazing for all of you who have overcome tech fear and self-doubt. Well done. I just, I think the world is better because you're keeping on keeping on too. Notice, start to notice if you, if there's any difference for you energetically at the end of an online class versus in person. And if you are feeling in any way less than or depleted, you need to be topping up your tank. The success looks like continuity and consistency in the longer term. Well, let's call it midterm. Um, as far as teaching online, this is not a flash and burn thing. There are a lot of people that's going to happen to them. But if you want your business to come out even stronger, once the world flips back, you need to be really consistent. You can only do that if you're taking exceptional care of yourself. So notice how you're feeling after each online class. And if you need to up the medicine for yourself, do that. It is likely to be that the medicine is not going to be screen based. So get creative with how you're refilling your tank without looking at your devices. Listen to them, but you know, read actual books, actually call people, try and get out of looking at screens. And then lastly, put a bra on before you go live. Thanks, Danny. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. So there you have it, folks, another edition of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Hey, favor to ask. If you found the content useful, I would be very grateful if you could support this podcast by giving me a five-star rating. And if you've got a moment, a review would be super cool. No pressure, of course. Like I said earlier, if you have any suggestions for podcast topics in the future, I would love to be in service. DM me on Instagram at amyyogabizcoach. Take deep care. <laughs>